We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the 16th episode. This is our this is our third try trying to get this down. Yeah, it's being very finicky right now. Yeah, but it's working. It's finally yes. working. Um, so... Uh, so exhort the podcast gods to keep it working. That Ep- means you people at home. <laughs> episode sixteen. Yeah. Every what's it, as we said, it's a milestone every episode. Yes. From today is the first podcast of the rest of our lives, as they say. <laughs> the beginning of the end. Yeah. It's always the beginning of the end. <sighs> How was your weekend, Trace? There was no football uh, to watch except good. for one particular game, but uh, was, we'll get to that. It was better than last weekend. I got hit by a car last weekend, so. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh, no boy, no. Yeah, drunk driver ran through a stop sign that totaled my girlfriend's van. Oh. So. oh is she okay? Are you okay? Yeah, we're fine. Not no. a scratch. She was a little stiffed. No. Or stiff. Eh, I can't talk, but oh. all good. Insurance is figuring that out. She got a new car. It's a little Scion thing. Which nice. It's nice. Yeah. So. It does what it needs to do. Good coming out of bad. How How has your week been and weekend? Um, it's, it's been a pretty good week, yeah. I'd, I'd have to say. Um, I took my time, uh, in terms of just fun stuff, took my time, helped my friend buy a guitar. Nice. Thinking of buying a guitar as well. Um, well, where are you looking at? Like, uh, well, I, I play a little bass, okay. so I'm looking at okay. a bass. Um, I have an electric, but I'm looking to get an acoustic electric because I want to play a little bit unplugged because you can't mm-hmm. really play bass you can't practice at home you can't really hear it you do you want to get like an upright bass or something uh, no, no 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 just uh, that would be that would be pretty fun um that would take a lot of time to practice and to get down though yeah i don't yeah. know if I, I don't know if i could slap the bass i don't no. know if i could slap the bass it's not i don't know i've played piano for my life and yeah i think it's always possible to pick up something so. it is it is yeah i played saxophone all my life so i don't yeah. know if I don't know if that translates properly, but... No, it doesn't. <laughs> but you know what? It's fun. It's always fun trying it's to learn a new... It's all about what... Mu- that's what music is all about. It so. is. It is. And there was a lot of fun for three specific people that went on to New York this past weekend. Yes. Uh, for the Heisman Trophy presentation. I'm still annoyed that Keenan Reynolds was not one of them. Yeah. Because they would have gotten a helicopter to bring him in. They did. I. You know what? I'm, th- I'm looking at it going as... As much as I don't like, you know, favoritism and stuff like that, the kid's a part of the <laughs> the military service team. Like, he should have. Yeah. They should have at least given him like a here. At least come and come and enjoy. Come the in army. in style. Yeah. Like come and enjoy the in. audience. 
while we play highway to the danger zone. Yeah. Can you like strap yourself to a blue angel and then yeah. like drop off the blue angel as it flies over Manhattan, uh, which I'm pretty see. sure is not allowed since no. it's a no fly zone. But, um, but you know what? If they did the helicopter thing, they played Highway to the Danger Zone oh, or yeah. the other music from Top Gun, which was about naval aviators. Yes. They could have done it, but no. And then we had to go with Alabama guy, boring Stanford guy, and Clemson guy. Personally, I would have liked to uh, take my breath away, you know, yeah. a little slow-mo as the... As <laughs> the silhouettes. <laughs> yeah, as it drops. Or or l- let him go full Top Gun. Let him go full aviators with the with the brown leather jacket on a on a bike. Yeah. yeah, find him a bike. Find him a Tom Cruise like bike, or get him to come in playing with the boys, all oiled up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but what do you think of the the trophy presentation and Derrick Henry uh, winning it? You know what? It's fine. He broke Herschel Walker's record for SEC yardage, and that I'm fine with. McCaffrey, I think he should have won, no matter how much I hate his school, just because he did something that hadn't been done in a long time. Yeah, I mean, for me. For me, I thought Deshaun Watson was going to win. Yeah. Um, but the way the the entire weekend and the the presentation kind of panned out, it kind of mm-hmm. felt like he was an afterthought. It was kind of yeah. like he was just that little asterisk. It's funny because he's the quarterback for the number one team in the country. Exactly. So. And he, they were undefeated. And yeah. So it's weird that he was an afterthought with the amount of num- with the crazy numbers I that he put up this year. Honestly, it's how I would have felt last year if James Harden won NBA MVP over Steph Curry. Yeah, yeah, basically. Best player on the best team versus guy who had a pretty darn good season. Just astronomical numbers. Yeah, very but good on numbers. a decent team, not a on a. Well, they're very good. Yeah, so. yeah. They're ranked high for a reason. I know mm. that they haven't beat as many people, but I think they're capable of it. Yeah, they always uh, are. <laughs> yeah, but I mean the suits that they were wearing last night for the presentation, though, on point. Um, yeah. Deshaun Watson wearing that hot rod red. Which they, is really they weird. They get some good people to help them out with it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure someone in that athletics department knows some people to get him a suit. They usually have some good hookups there. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, and then the only other football game of that of this week, actually the only football game of this week, was the Army Navy game. Army Navy. Yes. Uh, this was more about what they wore on the field than what actually happened yeah, on those, the field. The um, helmets were great. The handcrafted. The, the hand-drawn ones for yeah, the, the Navy. the ones that had the ships on them yep, yep. with the gold. Yeah. That did you know? Did you know this? I, I saw this on Twitter, but uh, the the helmets that were drawn or the, the designs that were drawn on the helmets was grouped by position groups? Yeah. That I was, did that's, see that. That's, that's like, crazy. That's a good way to go. Yeah. Um, so I think Army also had some writing for they them did. there, so yeah. I didn't know what it said. Yeah, I couldn't read it either. Um, but for me, we were talking about this right before we started recording. But was the uh, the navy gloves? Yeah. That when you you know nowadays the the the, the whole uh, fashion thing is the two gloves you put your hands together and it makes out like yeah. a word or something like that. Like and a Nike or Adidas. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. Under Armour. Exactly. Um, but you know the the navy one. It said "Damn the torpedoes," and I, I saw that. Oh man, that's great. That's awesome. That's so. That's that's awesome. Some great, great work by them yeah. putting all the effort into it. Where can I get a pair of those? That, that's, um, I would love those. I would love those. I'll make some calls. <laughs> I have no clue. <laughs> you know what? They could probably – a lot of the equipment guys for teams know each other. So you could probably – If you, could if hear you know it through, someone If that you could hear someone. it through the grapevine that way, yeah. 
But that's I I think those gloves are probably one of the coolest ones I've seen yeah. in, a, in a while. Um, but other than that, uh, you know, mm-hmm. it wasn't pretty. It wasn't eventful in terms of the football world. No. Um, it'll start to get eventful real quick. Yeah, soon we um, got a week. Yep. Until bowl season really starts. Yep. So. And then, uh, of course, the big news in the college basketball world was UCLA took out a couple <sighs> big teams this weekend. Took out number one Kentucky, and yep. then they beat Gonzaga in Gonzaga. Yep, and that's a tough feat up in Spokane. Yeah, there was a there was a, a vine of the Gonzaga home crowd singing. Uh, see, I don't know the name of the song, but you hear it all the time. The da 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 na 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 na. Yeah. Does anyone know the name of the song? It's uh, God. But I, does everyone? Everyone knows the riff, but I don't know of any people that actually know the name of the song. Uh, <laughs> damn, that's gonna. I'm, this is gonna bother me. I'm gonna have to look this up at some point. Yeah. Um. But, but yeah, the entire crowd was seeing it, jumping up and down. Not just the student section; it was the entire crowd. So much to the point that the camera that was holding, um, that it didn't look like that guy was jumping, but the camera was moving all over the place just because of the vibrations. Um, of everyone jumping in that stadium and the and the sound, I mean, who yeah. if that's your home crowd, who would want to play there? Exactly. Um, but the fact that UCLA took out that crowd and they won there, impressive. So this basketball season uh, in the Pac-12 is not going to be a, as big of a pushover as most people expected it to be, um, and so it'll be fun. It'll I think it'll be it'll be pretty dang fun. Um, but other than that, uh, there was not a lot of big news. So on to um, football talk. Yeah. Okay. I'm getting nothing on that search. So. <laughs> so not much in terms of football talk. No. Um, no. 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 No games to talk about. No. Uh, but I figured this would be a good time since uh, bowl season's picking up next week, so we can start yeah. talking about bowls. Um, so for this week, uh, it's our final Cal. 2015 season roundup. It's the final countdown. Yeah, see. Okay. Yeah. So let's let's do this. We do this uh, for every game usually, but we'll do four positives and four negatives on the season, and then we'll move on from there. Um, so should we start with the positives or the negatives, Trace? Um. Ah, uh, gosh. I don't know. You pick. I'm, uh, I'm a terrible decision maker. Let's That's go with the why positives. I'm not coaching. Let's go with the positive since it's the first one on the, our program sheet. Yes. Okay. All right. So uh, a positive for you, Trace. Okay. A uh, positive is the emergence of Trey Watson as a probably our starting running back for next year. I, he came out of pretty much nowhere. I didn't think he would. The last final game, few games of the yeah, season. Yeah, like the last three games, he exploded. He had the great plays against Oregon State. And, Played pretty well against Stanford. He played really well against ASU. He's he's a producer and he sh- he's showing it. So. Yeah. Uh, positive. Positive for me, I think would be. Uh, let's let's see. Uh, let me let me put it this way. It's the it's the consistency that the defense has put up now. Yeah. It's that that step that they've taken on the defensive end where they're finally. It's it's like a it's. We're not a we're not a group in or work in progress anymore. Yeah, um, the system is gotten pretty, better. Yeah, the system is set since we've had Art Kaufman for two years now. So the guys now, even the younger guys, know how to play from watching the older guys, and the older guys know how to play because they've been under the tu- same tutelage for two years. They know what's expected of them. Exactly, now. they know and where to be, what to be, to what be their assignment, what their assignment is, what the calls are, yeah. all that. How all not that to get stuff. beat exactly as often. Exactly, um, so that. That step that they've taken as an entire unit on that side of the ball, impressive yeah. for me. 
Okay, a third positive would be the improvement of the offensive line as the season went on. Because we, uh, I believe the thing was that we uh, went away from our vertical pass sets. Yep. Which are a big theme in the Tony Franklin system. But yep. we've adjusted as we needed to. And we didn't allow any sacks in the final game to the top sacking team in the country. Yep. So that should tell you something about the improvement. Yeah, uh, that that was that was I think one of the biggest parts of our offense finally starting to get its groove towards the end of the season was because our O line was getting better and better and getting more time. Yeah. And more running lanes just on both in both types of uh, offensive sets, yeah, whether it be pass or those run. Those guys aren't bad linemen by any stretch of the imagination. No, they aren't. But something was just not clicking between yeah. them. It was That was the big issue. And they finally got it going, and it looked pretty good by the end. Yeah, I mean, we got two guys leaving that line. Um, but I am fully confident in the, the guys that are coming up and the guys that have not played yet. Yeah, I, will. I think we, we've we got enough there. The cupboard is not bare, yeah. as they say. Well, And we got a load of guys coming in at that yeah, position. Yeah, had four or five guys right now. Yeah. And that's and we're not done. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I don't think we are. Yeah, I don't think we're done yet. Um nope. so it'll it's that position will continue to grow. Um and for me it's um I'm going to talk about our passing game. I'm going to talk about on both sides of the passing game the the young receivers yeah. and the young DBs. Um took a huge step this Allensworth year. Allensworth is the big one in my yeah. mind. Allensworth was big. White is is gone. Yeah. But his improvement from last season to this season yeah. has been f- really impressive. Doesn't get tired. Yeah. IDGT. Um and then also the younger the younger guys like Rambo, McCrary, Tr- yeah, Turner, Trey Turner, Rambo, Psalms. Did I already say Rambo? I said yeah. Rambo twice, huh? I it's really a like good his, name. It's a good name. Uh, um let's see. Psalms, yeah. Hawkins, I mean Cam Walker. Cam Walker has improved um a lot too. Um playing in that nickel spot. So yeah. I'm not afraid as much on that no, defensive end. No, there's um, – I mean, we can be afraid, which it's our jobs to be afraid. It is. And as Cal fans, we're generally pessimistic anyway. But Yep. But, I mean, the the younger guys have played well, and I think with the playing time that they got – I mean, I, when I talked to Trey um, yesterday or on Friday, and I was asking him, was was that a was that Utah pick for him? Was that a turning point in his, in his mind? And he thought – he said um, – it was. It was not only just for him, but he felt like it was a turning point for the coaching staff, and they could believe and trust in him to play. Yeah, they can see what he can do. Yeah. Now. And he said for him personally, I think this was the key mark for me from what I heard from him was, for me, or for, he said for him, it was that moment where he realized that he could play D1 college ball. Sometimes that, you just need those moments. Yeah, and it was give you the confidence. To yeah, do he it. got the pick off a number, f- the number four team in the country at the time. Yeah, and it just turned the game around at that point. And he just, I'm sure, I'm sure it was one of those like, hey, I, I can, I'm, I can do this. I can do this. It's not, a, it's not. I'm not a work in progress. Like, granted, I can get better, but I can still play. Yeah. And his snaps got, you know, uh, number wise increased more yeah. and more as the season went on. Um, so for me, that side, and then also on the offensive side, with this in the same passing game is our younger receivers. Um, even with our top guys all leaving, the younger guys stepped in admirably um, mid to late season. You know yeah. the the Chad Hansons, the I mean I like Bug Rivera too, but yeah. the Bug Riveras, the 
who else am I? Who else? Who else am I missing? The Ray Hudsons, although Ray's been here for a while. Yeah, I mean, um, Ray's Jared's roommate. Yeah, so, so he, they've got that connection there. Um, but yeah, the younger guys look really good, um, and I really, I really like that group. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm not worried in terms of it going forward. And who knows? Maybe Jalen Hawkins comes back and plays both both waves. Yeah. Um, Carlos Strickland will be in, available next year Strickland, too. Strickland, uh, who's the other dude? Uh, Singleton. Oh uh, yeah, Brandon Singleton, who redshirted. Um, he might be our speedster threat yeah. that we haven't had in a while. Um, and then also um, guys like Vic Wharton yeah. transferring over from Tennessee, from yeah. Tennessee, and so on and so forth. So it'll be fun. It'll be really fun, yeah. and they'll be good. Uh, so let's move on to the negatives. Um, just, mm, I don't know. There's a lot of different things that you can say. The offensive line performance in the first half of the year, first nine games or so, was disappointing. You could say that the wide receivers weren't quite as good as we thought they would be. Yeah. Um, we talked about one quite a bit this year, and I'll, I'll, I'll bring it up, is the late game play calling in tight games. Yeah. Um, that was a big negative in my opinion. Granted, it got a little bit better towards the, the end, but Arizona State game that was as good as the play calling. Is yeah, good. yeah. Uh, but you and I have talked about it. The punting, you know, when we're down two scores yeah, in the third quarter, general just kickoffs can't get it into the end zone. Yeah, so there were there was a lot of little little things, and we kept pooch punting, which I just, I'm not a big fan of. Just a lot of trying to be too cute. Yeah, yeah, a little cheeky. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I say we take the Bob Stitt method up at Montana. Which is? Never punt. Punting is surrender. Kill all the punters. That's just basically how everyone plays Madden. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, yeah, I, I, that pretty much covers all our negatives. Yeah, I, w- um, I don't think we like talking about them yeah, too much. Because this could get heated real quick. In terms yeah. of not at each other, but just... No, we're not the types to get heated no, at each other. No. This isn't first take, people. No, there's no Stephen A. Smith and there's no Skip Bayless, so... Yeah, neither of us... Actually, I like Tebow, but yeah. I think... Do you no. like Tebow? No, we've talked about this. I'm a big Tebow guy. Okay, that, yeah, we're fine on that. He's then. the guy that, that made me fall in love with Florida football yeah. at the time. Um, and so. I just... He's like his beliefs or not. He actually sticks to them like everybody, unlike everybody else exactly. in the world, So I'm fine exactly. with that. All right. Um, I guess we'll move on to the next point. Is uh, the position group that that made the most improvement this year? Man, you kind of you kind of went on it with O line, but I think O line honestly within the last few games of the year they just got better. How about how about let's do it this way? The position group that made the most improvement from last year to this year? Defensive backs, without a doubt. Okay, for you, yeah. for me it was D line. Yeah, I think I think D line. Not just because of the depth we got all of a sudden, mm-hmm. um, but just every guy was playing their heart out, and which is hard to do um, yeah. to get that unit to do every single play because they're so physical and yeah. you just get exhausted. But I agree. every single one of them played hard, every single down. You never saw them get lax. They got beat a few times, yeah. but that's be, getting beat is different from just not playing 100%. And they played 100% every single down. So mm-hmm. for me, that was the biggest. Um, yeah, the defensive backs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all and right. as far as needs improvement, I'd yeah. say the linebacking core. Mm-hmm. Just because a lot of our wrapping up on tackles looked bad. Mm-hmm. Just getting – keeping plays in didn't always happen. Like that USC game, 
you wrap up that guy, we have a chance to win. Mm-hmm. But that didn't happen. So I'm looking at it going, you know what? Maybe I think this Air Force game that's coming up will probably be a good benchmark for yeah. the linebacking we'll, part. We'll see more because we haven't used them as much. When we've gotten had the ability to play three linebackers yeah. with four down linemen, we've been pretty solid. Yeah, but we this, can't play that because – there's so many passing yeah, teams. Yeah, there's so many spread teams. Yeah. But when we get to San Diego State, we kill them yeah. pretty much defensively. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, it'll be fun to watch that linebacking court against the triple option that yeah. the Air Force runs. I want to see Devontae Downs see a bit more of the field against the triple option. That is true, but he is not playing, oh. uh, according to Sonny, uh, Friday. So he said he's oh. done for the year. So. Oh, no. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's sad. Bad. Yeah, it is. Um, Sorry. So no worries uh, for the player of the season or players of the season um, for you. Should we let's do this? Let's do a non-Jared Goff. Yeah, we have to do a non-Jared Goff category. I'm I'm actually not too sure to put who to put up here. So I'll pass to you for the moment. Uh, for me overall the entire year. Um, let's see. I'm going up and down the line. Uh. Because I would say Kenny, but he was injured a few games. Yeah. Wasn't consistent enough. Um, I'd say either – I might even say Allensworth or uh, Steph McClure. Okay. I think yeah. uh, on defense on that backside, they anchored the team. Yeah. Um, McClure especially. And was he... consistent all year. Um, he was beat on a few plays, but, I mean, what player doesn't get beat on I, a few plays? I think he's right? the smartest guy on the field. He's yeah academically responsible for a lot of things yeah and he's pretty hilarious uh seeing him cover you know the the spring game for practical networks and stuff it's yeah he's a good talker too yeah. um he's very good with his words so hey maybe we can get him on the show one time and yeah. just uh i'd like chat to with see him. that if he doesn't end up going to the league yeah that would be fun even uh, if he does who knows yeah <laughs> but i figured mine out while you're talking there i'm right. thinking uh darius powell okay just because he wasn't exactly a guy he talked about. He came in in that monster 2012 class. He, <sighs> yeah. He's played all four years, and this year he's just – he was overshadowed a little in the preseason by Steven Anderson. Yep. But he came to play. He made some of the biggest catches I've seen. That one, I think it was – it was against Arizona State where he pulled it in one-handed yep. and then ran the next 30 yards untouched. Yep. He's gotten a lot better, and I've got to put my hat off to him. Yeah, I mean, he's. If I wear a hat. Yeah, I say this all the time, but he is my favorite wide receiver just because of how physical he is. Yeah. Um, you know, he he does everything you ask for in a tight end, mm-hmm. everything you can ask for. And he just he just puts his head down and goes to work, regardless of how many. He can catch one ball, he can catch no balls, but he can also catch eight or ten in the next yeah, game. Yeah, so. which he did. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's why he's one of my favorites. And yeah, I, I would definitely give that to him as well. Um, so that pretty much wraps up the Cal football season this year. Yeah. Um, but so more off season talk. We'll continue this Yay. little segment of off season talk. Um, so we'll off talk season. So we'll talk with the first few things is um of of players possibly leaving, staying, and so on and so forth. Yeah. The big news right now is um, Sonny has said that Lonnie Powell is no longer with the team. Too bad. It is too bad. He was he. I mean, when I saw him in the spring, he was. But when I saw him in the fall, he was good. Yeah. I mean, he was. He was huge. He kept his legs turning. He was a very good running back. Um, I I didn't think he was gonna play this year, obviously, but 
I thought he would have a good chance to force his way in next year. Yeah, I mean, for me, I thought the, the running back chart was going to go Vic, Trey, Lonnie, then Calfani. Yeah, Calfani is more of a return specialist. Yeah, but then that, that you know, totally flipped upside down yeah. on me. So, But, you know, if he need, wants to go somewhere else, he can go somewhere else. Yeah. Then if he feels this, this, this isn't the place for him, that's that's fine. That's understandable. Um, and so, yeah, that was the big player, you know, uh, move for this year. Um, we'll talk more about players going pro and stuff like that when pro day and de- declaration oh, days. When that, when that happens. When that happens. We'll probably, be, we'll probably be hearing a lot of that in January. We'll be on Jared Watch. Yeah, we'll be on Jared Watch. Um, we'll be on Jared and Kenny Watch. Yeah. Um, but other than that, uh, news this week yeah. of uh, Sonny Dykes. Contract extension, which had been on the table for a while, I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, um, and two so years. finally done. Uh, two-year extension, so he will be our head coach at minimum to 2019, unless we decide to fire him, which I highly doubt we'll do. Or he takes another job. Yep. Which honestly, I'm. He, I think he's the kind of guy that looks at Cal as an end job, not as a stepping stone. Yeah, I see it, dude, um, the way he talks about the school and stuff like that. And it's not – It's what everybody hopes that Cal comes off as. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's a bit of a sh- there's a bit of a sugarcoating – pessimistic about that, but, yeah. you know. There's also a little bit of a sugarcoating aspect in terms of just how he responds to this these questions about, hey, did you interview at Missouri, like uh-huh. so on and so forth. But, of course, you, you're not going to say, yeah, I interviewed, like – there's rare. There's not a lot of coaches that would be upfront and just be like, "Yeah, I interviewed." So what, you know? Because um, that's just disrespectful to the team and, yeah. and everyone um, around the program. So, you know what? It's fine. He's here. Um, he's signed. Uh, he's uh, in terms of salaries, making about middle of the Pac-12. Yeah. Um, so take that, can be our dude who reported up that he was as good as gone. Yeah. Yeah. Take that, uh, Dieter. I think yeah. that's his name. Um, it's and a then terrible name, bro. And then also, um, we have more money uh, to spend on assistance now. I think it's a total of three million or three point one million we get to it's spend. It's a three million dollar pool. Yeah, I don't know how much we started with. <laughs> We're at I think two point five. I think right now. Yeah, something like that. Um, so we got about another extra five hundred thousand to six hundred thousand yeah. to spend. Um, so let's talk about that for a second. Yeah. How how do we distribute that? What do we wh- if you were if throw a bit at uh, Tony and Art, give them a little bit of a reward. So mm-hmm. that leaves another three hundred grand, and then that leaves um, Burns, Love yeah, it. Maybe like six more assistants. Tomerdal, Chichir, Sachere. Oh, Sachere. I thought I always thought it was Chichir. No, Sachere. That's my mistake, Coach. That's my he, mistake. He's a good guy. He, yeah, he doesn't care. He. No. He's the kind of guy who would give you a hard time about these things, yeah. but just kind of be joking about it. He's then, uh, he's cool with me. Peeler. Peeler. And then that's it. Yeah, so five or six assistants to split it through. Do we do do you know if we're allowed Brandon to hire Jones. one more? Or are I think we since we have a defensive backs coach uh, or two defensive backs coaches that we're not going to hire anymore. Yeah. But the one thing I could see us doing at some point is if Tom Riddell were to go, then Mays take someone who can take a role of running back, running backs coach and special teams coach. Yeah. Like, so, uh, I don't know. At the practice on Friday, they did talk to Sonny, and they asked him about um, the coaching changes with the with the amount of money he has to spend. And he, Sonny did say 
that it's something that they're going to sit down and talk about um, uh-huh. whether they whether and they asked him a follow up was are you going to hire a, a running backs coach or a, you know an offensive you know maybe just a wide receivers coach but, to cover all but yeah. he said that's something we'll we'll look at all the options and yeah. uh, we'll assess all the options so I don't think anything's off the off the cards no, I think no. anything's possible in terms of hiring maybe a new face shifting guys around. But I do have to admit, the one thing that I do want to see happen is that Sonny not take a position group and just handles the team overall instead. Well, yeah, I could. That would help. There's so much to being a coach aside from the actual coaching part. Yeah. During, as when Tedford was here, he would uh, work with the quarterbacks quite a bit. Yep. Just because he's he was, a quarterback guru. He is a quarterback. That's what he did. And he could throw the ball as well as a lot of those guys, yep. honestly. But that being said, they should hire someone who can handle the running backs. Just someone who will stay there for a while, a la Coach Gould. Yep. Who, to this day, I still think is the gold standard for running backs coaches. Without a doubt. Yeah. And they throw a little more money at Peeler just because he's a young kid. You want to keep him around. Yeah. Um, Pretty much. That pretty much – is about it in terms of the extra stuff. But the one other rumor that was that was uh, on earlier in the week was a uh, Tony Franklin uh, interviewing at Texas, um, and they were look Texas looking at you know to fire to hire another offensive, offensive co- or new offensive coordinator. Yeah, they were, um, they were looking at Tony uh, Sony Cumbie at a TCU. Yep, and. Uh, Tulsa's offensive coordinator, who they eventually hired yep. after it, the job being turned down the first time when they lowballed him. Yep. So, so, um, but yeah, um, I don't know. Uh, he's here. He's not leaving. Not anymore. Nope. Tony's um, going to read his book next to Morrison Hall with his peyote and his top dog. <laughs> so yeah, it's nice. It's nice to know that off-season rumor-wise, we're done. There's not yep. a lot to talk about. Um, oh, except. Big yeah. recruiting. Yes. Big recruiting. Lots of recruiting. We Lots of recruiting. two JC guys last week. Yep. We got uh, two Marlo commits. Sean. Marlo Sean Franklin and uh, offensive lineman Dwayne Wallace both committed last week. Um, but we had a big weekend in terms of visits. Um, One former USC guy. Melky Stovall. A couple of running backs from the same, same school. To Eric King and uh, Devon Penniman. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm reading this upside down. Yeah, Derek so. King is actually the Eric or Derek King is actually a four-star recruit. Uh, he's a TCU commit, quarterback slash athlete. His offer list is insane. His offer list—I mean, he's committed to TCU right now, but his offer list includes Baylor, Clemson, Louisville, Michigan State, Rutgers, TCU, Texas Tech, UCLA, and Cal. Wow, that is one heck of an offer sheet. It's very diverse. Yeah. Um, so he's their quarterback, um, and then Devon Penniman is his running back. Um, so, and he's a four-star Old Miss commit. Um, so, I mean, the fact that he they came out here, maybe it's just a they want to hey just, come out to California, just live out fun. their recruiting you know thing for a while. But I mean, if they come, you know, not expecting anything at all, they might actually get blown out of the water in terms yeah. of just everything that happened. They all went to the basketball game yesterday. They Excuse were. Excuse me for yawning. Yeah. I'm very tired. <laughs> yeah. So they were at the basketball game yesterday. They were probably around uh, watching the team practice for the bowl game, so on and so forth. So this was pretty big. Um, this 
this recruiting class might end up being an insanely good recruiting class. Um, but also, not only just this recruiting, but news came out of a Texas A&M quarterback transferring. Potentially. Potentially transferring. Well, I mean, he's leaving Texas A&M. Yeah, it may not, ha- it may not actually happen. Rumor has been that he's going to go to Oklahoma. Yeah. But uh, what's his name? Uh, Kyle Allen. Kyle Allen, five-star guy from Arizona. He was the number one prospect, number one recruit in uh, as a pocket passer quarterback. He was the yeah. number one overall quarterback in 2013. 2013 yeah. Um, and so he's transferring out of Texas A&M. Uh, ESPN, you know, said that we're one of the front runners to land him. I'm not sure um, if he'd come here. I don't, actually, I don't even know how that, like, where the sources of that comes from. Yeah. Um, but regardless, it's nice to know that, you know, our name pops up with yeah. high profile guys. Uh, so yeah, that, uh, yeah, no one knows if that'll actually happen or not. Um, but it is news. It is noteworthy news. Yeah. Just the fact that we're linked to a high profile quarterback. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty nifty. Yep. So yeah, that pretty much wraps up football. Yeah. Um, good thing too, because I'm tired of football. Yeah. Uh, if you have any questions about off-season stuff or maybe the bowl game that's upcoming or any other bowl games, uh, just send us a question or tweet. Uh, we'll talk about it next week. Um, so We didn't get any good questions today. So. We did not. We did not. Um, so let's move on to basketball. Yes. Basketball. basketball. This was a good week of basketball. Um, not good in the sense that these games were blowouts or anything like that or that we played well, but it was good because we had – you know, two games to watch, three games if you include the women's game on uh, Saturday night as well. Um, so let's talk about the women's one first. Um, Cal beats Nebraska. Cal is number 22. They beat Nebraska at home, 87-80 in overtime. Um, Christine Anigwe, uh she kind of rolled her ankle. Oh, um, no, that's not good. And Jeez. she came up hobbling. Um, so I'm praying uh, hard that it's not a long-term injury. But yeah. the fact that she walked off on her own power, but – she was just hobbling a lot. Um, I just think it was it's a bad roll. Yeah. Um, Oof, so, but otherwise, that was a great win over Nebraska. That crowd was awesome. Um, yeah, and I, I wasn't at this, but you were. Yeah, this, the crowd was awesome. Uh, there was a lot of people, mostly because I think a lot of people stayed for the Saturday men's game during the day, and then they just yeah. happened to just stay and then go back to watch another game. Uh, hey, we can get a free shirt out of this. And they did a great deal where if you went to the St. Mary's game and you bought your women's game ticket after the St. Mary's game, it was a dollar. Yeah. You just showed your ticket and they buy a dollar ticket. Dollar bills, yeah. <laughs> dollar bills, yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, that was a great game to watch. Um, the women's game, It was my first women's game in a long time, but they're fun to watch. This team is really fun to watch. They get up and down just like the men's team. So Well, better than the men's team because everyone started to stop the men's team. <laughs> yeah. And so now let's move on to next the men's team. Uh, we played two games this week. The first one, uh, Wednesday, against Inca- University of Incarnate Word. In San Antonio, California. Or yeah. Texas. Texas. Why the hell would they be in California? <laughs> My mind is not all here today. I am sorry, folks. Um, California wins seventy-four to sixty-two. Um, some simple stat lines for you: Jalen Brown, five of 13, 13 points, two turnovers, a steal and assist, only four rebounds. Yeah. Ivan Rab a double double with twelve points and eleven rebounds on five of six shooting. He's a machine when it comes to double doubles. He's he is best player post player we've had since Leon Poe. Yep. And they're two different players. Jabari Bird, 6 of 11, 15 points, 4 rebounds. Off the bench. 3 assists, but 4 turnovers. Yeah. Um, I mean, this was an ugly game at the beginning. This first half was very, very ugly. 
Um, but I mean, we we got back in it late, and then we yeah. Bird kept us in it in the first half. He hit a few threes, and everyone else took it from there. Yeah, most of Ty's it. points came out in the second half yeah, as well. Same I think with he, uh, Matthews, I believe. Yeah, Ty, I think only had three or five points in the first half, yeah, and then he, he exploded. Yeah, for 14 he, points and 14 points, seven rebounds and eight assists by the end of the game. Yeah, dear he, God, he's gonna get the triple double one of these days. We haven't had one since uh, Jason Kidd. Yeah, but, but he's he's literally about two possessions away from getting a triple double every game. Yeah, he gets that close. Um, he, so I don't think he did yesterday, but yeah, he was a little far away yesterday. Yeah. but a lot of games where he's actively engaged and. Killing it, he he's close. Yeah. Um, so I mean, this was one of those games where we won, but I was like, oh god, like we could have closed it out a lot sooner. Uh, it's the um, normal problem: free throws and turnovers and fouls. Oh my. Uh, once again, I mean, look at the free throw percentage on the game. We had fifty-four percent, twelve yeah. to twenty-two. Oh my god, that's abysmal. That is just that's just abysmal. Um, I'd say I think I can do better, but I know I can't. Probably not. But it's not my job to do better. It is not. Um, but it's weird because like I'm looking at the free throws like of each player, and it, it doesn't look as bad if no. you look at it as a, as each individual player compared to individual team. You know, Ty was three of six. Jordan was five, four of five. Cam was one of two. Ivan two of five. Jalen two of four. So if you look at it that way, it doesn't look as bad. It's just it just looks like Ivan did not shoot well from the line. Yeah, but then you combine it all as twelve twenty two. So yeah, with Jabari Rooks, Jalen shooting, making only half of theirs, and Matthews being the only guy who made more than half. Yeah, it it adds up. It did, it did, and then an even uglier game uh, comes Saturday night or Saturday afternoon when we it was the first time uh, since what was it oh eight since we played St. Mary's. I, I think, think it was like two thousand four. Oh, wow. Was it even longer than it that? It might have been even 2003. Yeah, it was 2004 because they kept saying 11 years. Yeah, yeah. So. so it was the first Battle of the East Bay. It's been like it has, we haven't played St. Mary's in a while. Um, Cal scrapes the win 63 to 59, leaves it late at the end, basically sealed by a late Jabari Bird three and two Jalen Brown free throws. Yeah, that Jabari three. I, I thought it was a little too early to shoot that shot, but. He just stroked it, made it, no hesitation. That's exactly what you want to see for him. He's adjusted very well to coming off the bench. I mean, he just caught it and just elevated. Like, he just he, he knew exactly what he wanted to do, how he wanted to do it, and where he, his release was. He was inspired by the Cal band playing Let It Go before the game. <laughs> so he did just that. He let, he let it, it go. go. And we should mention Ivan Rab, another double-double, 15 and 11, with four blocks. Big one coming at the end. Yep. When uh, St. Mary's had the ball up one, and Rab just took him out. Not like these aren't exactly like Devon Harden blocks, like shot, like swats, where he'd send it into the second row of seats. No, no, this was these are taps, more like what they said Bill Russell used to do, tapping it to his team. Yeah, yeah, that or he just has both his hands up, and the defender, you know, tries to scoop it, tried yeah. over him, but doesn't realize how long Ivan is, and it just. Falls into his hand. Uh, we got very lucky to get Ivan to have him be born and raised in Oakland. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Mrs. Rab. Thank yes. you. Um, but otherwise, this game was uh, this was not a good game for Ty. Two of twelve. No. Nope. One of three from three. No. Nope. Two of two from the line, though. That's fine. Um, 
three only, assists. Only two rebounds, three assists, four turnovers, but three blocks. And one of them, which was insane, was like yeah. a catch-up, you know, one of those LeBron where he runs after him and just a chase-down block. Yeah. Well, that was pretty impressive. Um, On a Wednesday, there was a singer had an impressive block. That too. was. And he, that one he swatted. Yeah, that was big. He got up. Yeah. And everyone was everyone was jumping up and down. I remember that one. I wanted to jump up and down, but you can't do that in media row. You can't. Um, but you can kind of jump up and down just your legs or your feet. As if I just do the little fist bump. Fist pump. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? From this game, though, what I will take away from this game is one or two things that I take away is they played one with a lot more intensity than any of the other games I'd seen all yeah. year. And they played from intensity from, from tip off to the game ending. There were times where we went a little flat yeah. in the second half, but first half we came out very well. Yep. So I am just need to put the two halves together that we can play well with. Yeah. And, and the second thing – there. And the, for me, the second thing was on offense, it feels like guys are starting to find their groove. It helped that we were playing a man defense. It, do, it did. It definitely did. But for me, the, the biggest issue was going into this season, this was, this was my concern, is having two highly touted freshmen playing with three guys who have played together with – together for at least three years. Uh-huh. Those guys have that sense of where you look at each other and you know what the other guy kind of wants to do, where his uh-huh. where his favorite spots are and things like that, where he likes to get the ball. Yeah. Um, Ivan's kind of figured out where he likes to get the ball. Exactly. And where he's the most effective. Exactly. Like where he can get his hook shots and seal off in the post. Yeah. Jalen hasn't figured that out mm-hmm. yet. He's trying to force it a little too much and – you can see it in the turnover numbers that yeah. that's what's happening. I mean, it's so. always easier to integrate a big man, right? Because yeah. it's just the space that he operates in will be in the paint at all times. Whereas to and integrate he's a it, good big man. he is. But to integrate a small forward along with two guys that know how to shoot and drive, it's just it's tough. It's yeah, because they all need the ball in their hand, right? He's not yeah. one of those having, guys. Having rooks in the starting lineup was designed to help with that, I think. Yeah. Also defense, but designed to help. And to a certain extent, it has. It but has. Jalen's gonna keep getting better. He's he's obviously a top ten guy. Yeah. So. I, for me, it's just he just needs to find his his little niche within these players. Like what or how he, he fits to, in. He needs to listen to a Johnny Cash song and get a rhythm. <laughs> basically, that's he's basically. He's got the blues right now. Um. So yeah, I think this. Uh, a lot of people have asked me. You know, this this team doesn't look good, so on and so forth, but. I'm looking at this season's way too early. We do not need this team peaking in, in December. No. I say this all the time. We need this team peaking in February, March. Yeah, it's just like how yesterday. I'm fine with the Warriors losing. Yeah. They're they're going to win the damn title yeah. because they're going to peak later. They're going to get everything up to peak efficiency, yeah. and we know what they can do. The goal is not about the streak, right? The goal is no. about winning championships. That, that, you play to win the game <laughs> in the immortal words of Dennis Green. Granted, they lost, but... On that note, he's also a Stanford guy, so of course they <laughs> lost. But also one one thing to note, um, just to end the basketball, Coach Martin won. Yes. We talked about this right before the show. Coach Martin won. Coach Good Lindsey Gottlieb won. Yeah. And so did Coach Jason, Jason Kidd. Kidd and uh, what's his name, Giannis Antetokounmpo. <laughs> I don't know why I put on a Spanish accent to say that. The he Greek freak. A, the Greek freak had his first triple double. So. Yeah. That and Greg Monroe had an yeah. amazing game last night. Um, Parker apparently had a pretty good game. He did, too. he did. And Jason Kidd's doing, I mean, 
the reason they ran him out of or they pushed him out of New Jersey was the fact that he wanted power like he tried to pull a coup and he couldn't pull the coup. Yeah, he wanted the same power that Doc Rivers has in LA, right? The play, the player personnel decision making. Yeah. Like he has the ability to to trade guys that he wants, yeah. get guys that he wants, draft guys that he wants, fire guys that he wants or that he doesn't want. Um, and so, but Milwaukee gave that power to him. And he's done pretty well. Yeah, he's got some lengthy dudes. Yeah, that. Oh, some big arm spans. I mean, I'm looking at and that Greg going. Monroe. Yeah, if he can implement some type of like some of the defensive mentalities that Jim Beheim does with his Syracuse length in those squads. Yeah. That Milwaukee team is going to be look really scary on defense and going forward. Yeah, they're going to be known for more than that line in Wayne's World. Yeah. It's Milwaukee. <laughs> Algonquin for the good land. I mean, but I'm looking at that going, hey, um, the narrative of that, of Jason Kidd, kid from Oakland, played for Cal, beating an Oakland, the Oakland pro team um, against a coach or against uh, a team that's coached by an Arizona guy. Hey, that's pretty good narrative. Yeah, you know, he's just trying to, he's bringing some notoriety to Milwaukee. They can't only be known for being the only city in America that to have four socialist mayors. So, um, I've seen Wayne's world a lot. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that pretty much wraps up our talk. Um, I don't, there's not a lot of news that should no, be coming out this no. week. Uh, there's not a lot, um, no recruiting stuff. No, the coaching carousel's over. Yeah. Um, so come this week, we'll just talk more basketball, and we'll talk uh, some maybe some more off-season yeah, questions. Yeah, they have and a stuff. game against Coppin State on next Saturday, Saturday after yeah. finals are over for them. Yeah, so that might be a blowout yeah. in my opinion. Um, I will not be at that game. So I will be at that yes, game. You will have to tell me all about it. Yeah. The funnier thing was when we played Coppin State last year, or was it the year before? Two this, years ago. Two years ago. The student section, the, my favorite part was Coppin's not a state that they ran yeah. a chant that saying that. <laughs> just, That's a good chant. <laughs> Coppin's not a state. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, but yeah, that pretty much wraps up our day uh, or our week. Uh, yeah. You know how to get at us. Uh, tweet at me at Rob11HWANG. Trace at Trace Travers3. Um, our please do it. We can both use followers. We're trying to become Twitter famous here, people. <laughs> please. I want a check mark next to my name. Yeah. Me too. That's tough to get. I don't want to have to pay for it. So I want to be verified. We don't want to be no scrubs. Because <laughs> scrub is the guy I can't get in the love, and that's not fun. Yeah. Uh, you can find our website, Twitter handle, at, at Golden Blogs. You can find our, our stuff that we write at CaliforniaGoldenBlogs.com. You can yeah. email at us at CGBBearCast at gmail.com. Yes. Yes, you can. We've averaged about maybe one email every six days. So. Yeah. Um, three of which I think are spam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm fairly certain about half of them are. Um, but other than that, but you know what? What are you excited for the for the rest of the day? For the day, because um, it's about three forty, three fifty on a on Sunday here. So for the day, I'm reveling in the fact that my fantasy team has won this week, so I'm on to the semifinals. It's good. Um, I'm, I'm three and three and ten actually. <laughs> so you did much better than I, I started three and two. And I'm also looking forward to getting some pho later tonight. Ooh. I need something. Co- I need something hot. It's way too cold and windy outside today. Yeah, it, um, it wasn't fun. I was getting blown around out there. <laughs> yeah, so I, I need something hot. So I'm gonna go get some pho. And also, uh, for me, this this week it's Star Wars week. Yeah, 
Oh yeah. I, wow. I, I, I don't know how to explain it. We're already here. It's already, yeah, it's I'm, back. I'm going to have to stay away from like the internet after that because <laughs> I still haven't gotten tickets. So I'm going to see it at some point next week. Yeah. That's a given. That has to be a given. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't know. God, I hope it's decent. <laughs> There's a movie called Fanboys. uh, about they released it after episode one came out about their die their friend is dying so they decide to sneak him into the lucas ranch to see star wars and uh. they eventually get him there and they let him see it and then he passes away and then they're all going to see phantom menace and they're like what if it sucks <laughs> that's the last line of the movie i mean yeah you know we'll talk it about, probably we'll, won't, we'll talk about this for like a minute but i I, I read two articles. One, I read the George Lucas article about episode uh, seven, and he said, this is it's a really great Star Wars movie, and everyone's going to like it. Yes. I saw this the next one with J.J. Abrams when he's talking about how he showed it to the execs without the CGI stuff, and he was scared to death about how they would feel about it. But every single one of them watched it, came out loving the movie. Yeah. And for me, the th- uh, I'll add one more thing. The third one is there's a website I look at, um, and like for just random fashion and car stuff, just mm-hmm. just to look. Um, but in it said it was a little article that one of the editors wrote saying the reason this Star Wars is going to be really good is because they've stepped away from CGI and they've actually made sets. Yeah, you know, with with the the Millennium Falcon, you know, like Jakku, the, like, the old school effects. Exactly, exactly, do. exactly. With the, all the droids, everything, nothing CGI. They built everything right, so. Mm-hmm. That's the reason this is going to look so cool and re- look really awesome. Sweet. So. All right. That's a good reason to – that's something good to be excited for. Yeah. I'll, I will be in line Thursday night uh, for about like two or three hours or so in my Star Wars onesie. Nice. In my Stormtrooper onesie. Yeah. There it is. I got to get a new vest to complete my Han Solo costume. So <laughs> I had it good for a year or two, and I have the haircut for it right now. So You do. Do you have a blaster? Uh, I can find one. You need a blaster. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hokey religions, ancient weapons, nothing. Good blaster. Just make sure you shoot first. Yeah. That's all that matters. Yeah. Um, I'm actually, uh, on a completely different note, something that I'm excited for. Yes, what are you excited is, uh, for? So tonight is WWE TLC in Boston, but I'm not really that excited about that, but I'm going to watch it because I'm used to disappointment. But they, they're developmental. I say it in quotes as... It's a lot of guys that have been around the world and know how to wrestle real well. Uh, they, It's called NXT. They're doing a show in London. Oh, wow. And it is shaping up to be excellent. Just they have a lot of talent there. Just guys who've worked in Japan, around the States, in Europe, wherever. Like this one one lady, Asuka, is the, her given name they all use fake names yeah, on these course. things anyway except for john cena yeah and randy orton and brock lesnar those were the only guys who didn't get to do yeah it. but this girl is like the absolute ass kicker in a genre where they don't show women as ass kickers like i was watching a match first with my girlfriend the other day and yeah. she's not exactly into it but there's one part where the other girl threw a punch and she jumped and rolled her into an arm bar. That's insane. Yeah. It, That's like a Ronda Rousey move. Yeah. It looked absolutely fluid and just it. Oh God, I cannot say enough about it. And I'm really excited for Wednesday. It's at 12 actually. So 12 
at night midnight uh, 12 and noon oh noon. it's eight o'clock there oh, okay so. that's okay that's right yeah, yeah it should be a night event yeah. there so, so okay, that we makes get sense. to i get to watch it at work so i'm gonna try to watch it at work so hope i don't have anything to do on that note did you happen to catch the mma fighting last yeah night? mcgregor and aldo yeah well, the Irish people are good at fighting. <laughs> are you a big MMA guy? Do you watch a lot uh, of MMA fights? I watch the highlights when they come around once in a while. I have no clue how to feel about it. I'm, I can't do boxing just because I know how concussed. I'll, I mean, Muhammad Ali is Parkinson right yeah. now, and he's shaking all over the place, yeah. and that's not great. Yeah, it's tough to watch, but it's gotten to the point where it's. It's a big enough part of our society that you kind of have to see some of it, yeah. have an idea. Do you watch any of it? Or I do. I'm, I follow an, I follow MMA. Um, I follow most of the Korean guys that fight in MMA. Um, yeah. But I... this fight was so hyped. Yes. Undefeated um, for a decade. Yeah, but it ended so... Just one... I mean... I didn't even see how how he got hit like that because he was moving forward. He kind of just ran into the dude's fist. Yeah, it was, and he just got chin shotted, and that yeah. just knocked him out. And then McGregor got one more shot while he was on the ground. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. looked absolutely vicious. Yeah, that's that's. I mean, you're allowed to do that unless until the the ref comes and pulls you off. Yeah. So, um, I mean the the, I'll, let me put it this way the 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 hype was unreal going into this fight. And the fact that it won on a single punch within 13 seconds of the game or the fight starting was anticlimactic to say the least. But it was it was a it was a crazy 13 seconds. Yeah. Right. Everyone's kind of like dancing around a yeah, little bit, beginning, uh, hopping. Your hands boom. just your hands just go to your head because you're just like, what just happened in 13 seconds? But the fact that I waited months to see just a 13 second fight, that's what's the anticlimactic part. Yeah. But but the the actual hit and everything itself that was amazing. Yeah. The knockout and everything, but just great shot right there. Yeah. Just waiting like four or five months for this fight, only for it to last thirteen seconds. Yeah. That was like, you gotta be kidding me! Like, couldn't this have happened like in like the fourth or fifth round? Like, or yeah, like it's the fourth. It's good to have a guy who can actually back up his trash talk though, and McGregor does that. He's, he does. It's fun to listen to him talk. Yeah. I'm like, I kind of wonder: is it half show, half real, or is it like fully real? Like. You know the way he talks. A little, I think a little bit of what MMA guys do is taken from professional wrestling. Just There's with, has to be a little bit of showboating. Promo, yeah. like let me tell you something, brother. Yeah, I'm gonna punch <laughs> you in the face and I'm gonna punch you again. Although the cup of coffee, yeah. The weigh-in thing was pretty. The weigh-in thing was pretty insane. Yeah. He almost Conor McGregor almost socked Aldo in the face with his foot. So, um, I mean, but yeah, that. That yeah. was the that was I guess the most highlight sports thing this weekend. So yeah, that pretty much that does it for our show. Yeah, that yeah. does it for today. I feel like it was a really short show. It was, it was. We didn't have as much to talk about. Yeah, but, but these things will get shorter. You know what? It gives us more time to do what we need to do at home. And I have yeah. a buttload of dishes, and I got to clean up because I got a real tree this year. So it's a lot of work. Yeah, it's a lot I, of work, my friend. And I put the water in. I I got the dang thing at Home Depot. I carried out. Over one arm, like you're supposed to do if you're a lumberjack, but the tree was long ago cut, so I think we've had enough of that. But now it's just time for wrestling and football for the rest of the day. Sounds about right. Yeah. I'm going to see someone fall off a 20-foot high ladder. That's pretty awesome. Which I have done before. It's not... That, okay, that doesn't sound fun anymore. Uh, I landed in the bushes. It was all right. 
I was painting a wall and the ladder started to tilt and I I had a roller in one hand and I was like, okay, throw it, <laughs> throw it one direction, jump the other as the ladder's falling. I threw it in the same direction of the ladder <laughs> and I just pushed off, jumped into the bushes and that was fine. A little shaken. But, but fine. Yeah. You know, made of iron. All right. Um, well, that pretty but much. But with that. But with that. But with falling off ladders, that wraps up our show. Uh, once again, we went on a tangent to end the show. But that's that's why you guys listen to this, don't you? I hope, hopefully. Hopefully. We're spinning off into our later careers. Just watch. No one listens to this part of the show, and we're just rambling on. Like, literally no one has listened yeah, to this part this of the show. Yeah, this is Led Zeppelin's ramble on. Right <laughs> yeah, now. This is just us having fun. Yes. This Conversation. Is like the outtakes of Rush Hour. That's pretty much what this is. Yeah. No, Neither of us is messing up saying Madison Square Garden. <laughs> Nope. Kafilka fish. Kafilka fish. Kafilka fish. <laughs> Kafilka fish. All right. Uh, that wraps up our show. Uh, listen to us. Find, find us on SoundCloud. Find us on iTunes. And we will be back next week. And Yes, we will. Of course. Go Bears. Go Bears. Let's go. You know it. What? Tell the story. What? You tell the whole damn world. This is bad territory. You know it. What? Tell the story. What? You tell the whole damn Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.